Hey, welcome to the morning after show. Grant Cohn, Ryan Hensley starting a half hour early by surprise because Kyle Shanahan is doing a press conference uh, conference call at 12 o'clock. So we just wanted to start a half hour before anyone would expect so no one would be here. We could just say all the wildest and craziest things with no witnesses. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Great game yesterday. I'm feeling good. I got my first YouTube direct deposit today, man. So uh, that was cool. That's a good feeling. Yeah. That's a good yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah, nice. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Congratulations. So the title of the show is Reassessing uh, Brock Purdy. We do that every week. Yesterday was quite informative. He was quite impressive. But we're going to uh, take a real hard look at what he what he showed and, and what our expectations are going forward. Um, also, we're going to look real closely at Philly. Because even though that game's a week away, we've seen a lot of Philly. This is the game everyone wants to talk about. Uh, but yeah, I think we should start with Brock, so my impression of his performance, I gave him a B plus, which may have been generous. I mean, he was he managed the hell out of the game, first of all. Managed the hell out of the game, didn't turn it over, got a little lucky, but basically he didn't make any bad decisions. Uh, extended some plays, made a few plays, won his second playoff game. Very impressive. What did you th- see from Brock Purdy in this game? Well, first of all, I think it's very important that we consider this kid is a rookie. What is he, 22 mm-hmm. years old? Just turned uh, 23. Just turned 23. So everything he's doing right now, it, it's impressive to me. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that he's able to play this well as a rookie, you don't see that a lot. So off top, it's definitely impressive. Um, also, a big thing for me is that we don't have many what-the-hell moments from Brock Purdy. I was thinking about that this morning. Uh, I'm trying to think back throughout the season. I I don't I can't even recall one moment where I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" Right? And we had a lot of those yeah. with Jimmy Garoppolo. So that in itself is an, a huge achievement. Um, he looked, you know, probably his worst game of the season, maybe from a rating standpoint. Yeah. But I, I think he faced the best defense he's faced all year, and so that has to be taken into consideration. I think he did really well for what he was uh, given. Um, so overall, my, my opinion of Brock Purdy didn't really change too much. Um, I kind of had this feeling about him um, all along. I think he's really close to his uh, ceiling because of his experience. He's probably yeah. at 80% of his ceiling, ceiling maybe, maybe higher. So I don't yeah. think he's going to improve a ton like other rookie quarterbacks have um, throughout the history of the NFL. I think this is what we get from Brock Purdy. He'll learn a little bit about the NFL and defenses and things like that, so he can probably improve in that way. Uh, he can get stronger. He can add a little, uh, you know, a little zip on his passes, maybe. But overall, I think this is who Brock Purdy is, and I think it's an improvement over Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's um, possibly good enough to win a Super Bowl this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, possibly. I think the thing with Purdy is like. Has he been an upgrade over – has he been a great story? Yes. Has he been an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. Was he better than Dak Prescott yesterday? Yes. Uh, is he going to be a top-level quarterback who wins the Super Bowl? I don't know. Like, yesterday, he didn't necessarily look like that. He looked like a good quarterback, a game manager who also can extend the play and create a few plays as well. But frankly, like, let's look at the quarterbacks who are left – in the tournament. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts. Brock Purdy. Like, 
one of these guys has a skill set that's unlike the other three. The other three are MVP caliber skill sets who can, you know, big, can make every throw, quick, uh, short, intermediate, deep, and can move. And Brock Purdy, like, he's just not that skill set. And I think we saw maybe he has reached the limit of his capability. I think maybe we saw the limit of that against Dallas. Like, he's he's not much of a scrambler. He can, he can extend plays, but they tried a quarterback draw with him. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It was ridiculous. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'm a little I, – after that game, I'm starting to think like, yeah, man, great story, and it's – but just being better than Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't necessarily mean that he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. First of all, apologize for the notification. It's Monday. I'm funding two loans right now. So I apologize. Next time I come on this show, I'm going to get that fixed. Um, it's all right. But as, as you were saying, man, like in regards to the four quarterbacks that are left, Brock Purdy is number four. Right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is ahead of those guys by far. Joe Burrows, I probably, Joe Burrows, Jalen Hurts, that's tougher for me, you know, because of what Jalen Hurts offers in the run game but Burroughs is top notch if I had to rank them right now I would probably go um you know Patrick Mahomes obviously Burroughs Hurts and then Purdy um so the question is is he a uh, franchise quarterback I'm not sure man I, he's definitely but I mean I, I think the point is with those quarterbacks there's like a tier though there's like a tier yeah. And those three guys are in one tier and it's like Purdy is not hasn't demonstrated that he's there yet so what however you want to rank those three doesn't really matter yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah. 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 And I think they're in I, a different I, class. Yeah. And I think honestly, there might be four tiers there. I, I really, you know, Patrick Mahomes to me is far better than all of them. That's one tier. Uh, Burroughs, I don't know if Burroughs and Hurts are on the same tier yet. They're very different. So uh, possibly, possibly they're on the same tier. But is Purdy in that tier yet? I don't know. I don't. But, but in terms of like, not in terms of accomplishment, but let's just look skill set. Like the reason I would compare Burrow, Mahomes, and Hertz is like they all can really sling the ball deep. Yeah. But they're also efficient underneath. They're big and they can move. Like th- that's and again we're gonna get to Lance a little later, but that's why the Niners drafted Trey Lance. Is they're like yeah. you know what we we have a good quarterback, but look at the guys who win the Super Bowl. We need a guy with a super special skill set to compete. So they spent all these draft cap. They spent three first round picks on Trey Lance and drafted Brock Purdy to be Lance's backup. That was the plan, yeah. and so now Brock Purdy's doing great. But the question remains: Is he good enough? Can he beat Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Jalen Jalen Hurts in the NFC Championship game remains to be seen. Because it looks like in this game against Dallas, Brock Pur- what Brock Purdy did was not lose it. He allowed Dak to Dak. Which was amazing. I mean, they're paying fifty million dollars for a guy to be like a, a, a crap, like just a, a a human. What is he? He's just a, a mistake waiting to happen on the football field. I, he had the two picks, but the worst one was the one that Greenlaw that Greenlaw threw away. Yeah. So yeah. Brock, fine, but yeah, I don't know if he's gonna like out. You know what I'm saying? Like he just let Dak lose the game. Jalen Hurts is. I don't think he's gonna do that next week. Brock's gonna have to beat him. Yeah, I don't think. Brock Purdy, this might get me killed. I don't think Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback in the NFL. I don't know if he ever will be. Uh, <laughs> How I, I, dare you say that? People are going to get mad about it. Because Take it back. His statistics, he's been number one in a lot of statistics over the, since he's come here. Uh, but a lot of that has to do with Kyle Shanahan, the weapons he has, the teams he's played. All of those things have to be taken into consideration. But over the long term, he's not on the level of a top five quarterback, in my opinion. 
And if it depends on what you want, it depends on what you call a franchise quarterback. If you're looking for a top five quarterback, then no, I don't think he is that. Um, if that's what you consider a franchise quarterback, if you're looking for a top 15, top 12 quarterback, he might just be that long yeah. term. He might be yeah. able to be that guy. So I think it just depends on what you're looking for. And look, I, I don't want to be overly negative about Brock Purdy right now because what he's, he hasn't lost a game ever. And he yeah. did play well in this last game, and he might just win the Super Bowl this year, in which case, yeah. then I think he would be a franchise quarterback. If he wins the Super Bowl, depending on how he does it, you'd have to say he has a chance. But again, he hasn't, I don't think he's beaten a great quarterback on a great team yet. In the, in the playoffs, he's beaten Geno Smith and Dak, who in my, in my opinion, both of those quarterbacks sort of melted down. Yeah. Um, eventually... I think Brock Purdy is going to have to beat a great quarterback who doesn't melt down, who's also on a great team. That's probably That could happen this week. Can he do it? I don't know. That's the question. If he can, he's the franchise quarterback. If not, well, we've, it might be because he's reached his limit and he, he has some limitations that some of these top, top Super Bowl caliber quarterbacks don't have. And that's, again, the whole reason that they traded for Trey Lance and have him on the team and probably won't trade him and probably going to stick with him. And even though they're saying all the right things about Brock, at this, I think I think everyone kind of looks at Brock as like, man, this is great, but like, when is this when is this fantasy going to end, right? Yeah. Well, you saw when is this fantasy going to end? Did you see what Nick Wright said about the 49ers? What he said that the 49ers, in his opinion, would be the greatest or could be the greatest team ever if they had an elite quarterback. And he wasn't knock, putting a knock on Brock Purdy, but he's saying if Patrick Mahomes is on this team. This might be the best team ever. That's what you're not okay. Nick right there. What do you think? Fair about enough. But what I would say is like that doesn't really. It's not really realistic. It doesn't take much consideration into the salary cap. Salary I mean, the cap. Niners spend yeah. have the highest paid running back, the like the highest paid middle linebacker. They got some the highest paid left. They have a lot of expensive people, tight end, wide receiver, and that's how they their whole idea is to spend on everything else and to make life as easy as possible on the quarterback. They don't. They're not really. They're not budgeted to have a fifty million dollar a year quarterback. So yeah, if there were no salary cap and they could spend like Joe Lacob does, for sure. But um, well, I don't know about for sure because there's some really good. That's the thing, Nick Wright was he like my, our age? There were some really good teams before the salary cap when like people like yeah. uh, Eddie DeBarlow could just go crazy and spend on everything. But yeah. um, I see what he means of the salary cap era. Yes, but dude, the Niners are trying to get by with a young, cheap quarterback. That's why they got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle said it on the record. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I know what he means. I know what he means. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes on a rookie deal? Sure. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes on a rookie deal on this team. Maybe, sure. Maybe one yeah. of the best teams ever. Yeah. 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 Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence looks good. Trey Lance. We'll see about if he ever that. Gets, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I, know what I, you mean. I, I understand why you question it because now that he's playing, you know, these top-notch teams, um, so far it didn't look like he did in the previous games uh, against lower-level teams. Um, not that, that all the teams he played were bad. They weren't. Um, but def you definitely see a difference. And I think that's the problem that people have with Jimmy Garoppolo is when you go against these top-notch teams, is he good enough to win it all? And, uh, you know, the thing about Brock Purdy, like I said in the beginning, he doesn't have those what-the-hell moments where you're no. like, what the hell is this kid doing, right? You never feel that way. I felt like that with almost every game with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I, I think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl, whether he becomes the franchise man for the future that's still yet to be determined i mean it, it's just a f you, you can't get around the fact that they scored 19 points yesterday and you know there's a lot of blame to go around and it, it, blame they won the game but they won the game with their defense and i think what we're saying is 
The Niners have tried to win a Super Bowl with their defense before. It doesn't really work. Eventually, you go against one of these crazy good quarterbacks, and you got to win it with your offense. And I think why people were so enthusiastic about the Niners' chances with Brock is they were winning games, scoring 35, 37 points. But that's not what happened yesterday. It yeah. felt more like, I mean, he was Jimmy might have lost that game. Jimmy can't extend those plays. Jimmy wouldn't have made that play to Kittle. That changed the game. It was a great play. I don't want to poo-poo Purdy. He's a re- he's a good quarterback. He is right. a damn good quarterback. That rolling left, I was in the press box. I'm I'm looking at they cut the field in half. They had three guys flooding that side of the No one's open. Yeah. And he has the calmness to be to to see on the backside Kittle. A lot of quarterbacks can't do that. So he is yeah. a damn good quarterback. But again, Dak lost the game. What Brock did in that game was make a couple plays and not lose it. Very impressive. Very freaking impressive for a rookie in a playoff game, but yeah. it's not going to be enough ultimately to win a Super Bowl. He's going to have to take it up a notch. I don't know if he can. That might be. This might be the best of Brock right now, which is damn good. Yeah. And, damn and, good. Know, credit to the Dallas defense because Very they're good. a top-notch defense. And they, I mean, yep. that first half, they were flying all over the place, making tackles. Uh, I, I think that's one of the biggest differences that we saw yesterday, too. Dallas Cowboys can tackle. Uh, a lot of the teams fast. Yes, that like yak yards coming to play big time against these other teams that aren't as good at tackling as Dallas Cowboys. But you can't rely on yak yards uh, when you're going against teams like the Cowboys that that are going to get you down quickly and not miss a lot of tackles. And so that's why you desire quarterbacks that can throw the ball deep downfield accurately. Um, that's why you look for those things in quarterbacks, and that's why you typically see. Uh, the teams that are winning the Super Bowl have these top-notch elite quarterbacks most of the time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, it's tough on Brock Purdy. Here's what I will say, too. I wanted to clarify something, if it's okay, Grant, that I, yeah. I tweeted out yesterday. I got hella shit for it. Excuse my language. But um, I said Grant, uh, I said Brock Purdy is uh, getting really lucky, and that wasn't a knock on him. That's what I want to clarify. Mm-hmm. He's playing good, and he's getting yeah. lucky. Those things are helping the 49ers win. Um, when I say he's getting lucky – Yesterday, there was two balls that could have been intercepted. Do I think those were bad throws? No, I don't. They weren't bad throws. But they happened to get tipped. Uh, the one deep to Ayuk was like a 50-50 ball. I'm okay with 50-50 balls. I wish we had more of that. So I don't think that's a bad pass. Was it lucky it was intercepted? Yeah, possibly. The real lucky one was he threw it. It got tipped at the line of scrimmage. Landed right in Diggs' hands. Like right in Diggs' hands. And he was lucky it wasn't caught. That doesn't mean it was a bad throw or that I blame Brock Purdy for that. But what I'm saying is there's probably been five, six, seven throws in Brock Purdy's career this year that could have been intercepted. Probably two or three of them were bad throws. Uh, The other ones were just things that happened on the field. Tip ball, like Juwan Jennings tipped the ball up. And for whatever reason, the ball's bouncing our way. And sometimes you need a little luck. If you show me any championship team in history, I'll show you at some point where luck went their way. And I think that's a good thing. I wanted to clarify that. It's not a knock on Purdy. Also, like, we're talking about the offense scoring 19 points here. Uh, It's not all his fault. Like, actually, I thought he kept the offense afloat. What was interesting about last night was Dan Quinn comes in. And what were we talking about all week? Oh, well, they can't stop the run. So, you know, (laughs) what are they going to do? They can't stop the run. They stopped the run. They freaking stopped the run in the first half. So they put five guys in the line of scrimmage. Basically stopped it with scheme, like we're not we're putting a wall right here. And what they what they were effectively did was put a bunch of safeties on the field and play cover one robber schemes and take away the middle of the field. I mean, 
that's a really good start against Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. Like, if, if that's what teams are going to be doing da- now, yeah. uh, really well coached, good, t- like stopping the run and taking away the middle of the field, now he's got a problem. They're yeah. not going to be scoring a lot of points. And, and like, what, what they can do now is, you know, they can have these play action, uh, play action plays where you flood one side of the zone or clear something out and then leak out a tight end or a running back on the backside of the play and it works but it takes some serious pass protection which the Niners might not they didn't have in this game until until Dallas got tired they're not they may not have it next week in Philly because Philly's not going to get tired and they have a great pass rush so the Niners are finally coming up against some teams that are you know taking away their strengths and it's interesting, and if, if if they fall short, it's a great story. But you got they might need to be honest with themselves and figure out what do they do to take the next step. But we're not there yet. Yeah, we're not there yeah, yet. I, they haven't lost yet. Yeah, I mean, I I think again, it's really important to understand that these guys are the Dallas Cowboys are really good defense, and I don't think there was anything yesterday that Purdy did bad. I didn't see no. anything bad from Purdy. No. right. And in fact, he had some really. No, he good was good. Throws. I thought he was really good. Yeah, yeah. Some, some really small window throws, just like, uh-huh. you know, really good, man. I thought Brock pretty played really well. I think it, yesterday was more about... But really good might not be good enough. It might not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it was good enough yesterday because Dak Prescott... I'm just saying. I'm telling the story. I'm not saying who it was, but I was... Right. I was well, a player was walking past me in the tunnel after the game, and I heard him say to a staff member, Hey, Dak gonna Dak. This is what the players in the league think of this man. Dak on a deck. All you got to do, let him do it. So Dallas, his cap number is $50 million next year. 50. He's look like at, Russell Wilson. They're in trouble. Look at Dak's contract and then look at Ezekiel Elliott's contract. Trouble. Two of the worst contracts in the NFL. I don't know what Jerry Jones. That team's going, going nowhere. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Joey Mellon says, I'm worried about the missed tackles in the backfield. Who missed tackles in the backfield? Hafunga? Armstead. Armstead. Yo, um. The game was kind of over at this point, but what happened on that Armstead play? What was that? So we talked about that this morning on my show. But uh, so Armstead, what people are saying, and, and maybe there's right. Maybe he was in his head thinking, I don't want to get a penalty here. And that's fine. Um, but also, nah, bro, like make a play. Never. Make game a was play. over. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of amazing. Over, but like, what was that? Like, give him a bear hug. Or like, hold him. Do something. But that wasn't it. You know, but I understand. It's, look, I, I don't mind. It's not my problem. It's not my career. They won the game. But there are two moments in that game that I felt were embarrassing. That and the Mike McGlinchey play. Like, look, you, maybe Armstead and McGlinchey played great. Every other play of the game was like, yeah. I don't know. Like, Mike McGlinchey. You, you put that on tape. Like, you can't take it back. You can't take it back. Man, Parsons is a good player, though. So, I mean, I, I think McGlinchey. That was one of the most physically impressive things I've ever seen a defensive player do on a football field. One hand. One hand through like a 300 pound. Six, man. eight, dude. Like, what? That was crazy. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. Modem Gamer says one of my friends of eight years who's a Cowboys fan blocked me on every social media after I told him <laughs> that blaming the refs is a bad excuse. Yes, you ended a friendship over that game. Right. <laughs> William says, Can we get a Fernando? I'm so sorry. Man. <sighs> Bernardo, thank you, William. Uh, Scott, I had to go. I had to change it up. I had, I had to chop it and screw it. Scott Short says, out of the last remaining quarterbacks, only one has less than half a season of NFL game experience. He needs a full season. I say he's closer to 70 percent ceiling. And remember how average Brady looked. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I don't want to just be like, I've seen enough. Eight games, he's done. Like, but I think, shoot, we'd all be lying. Brady did rookie season if we're being statistically we'd all be lying if we said we didn't have these thoughts when we were watching Brock last night 
is he good enough? Being better than Jimmy, being better than Dak isn't isn't the goal. Being better than Jimmy isn't the goal. There's a reason the Niners traded up for Trey Lance and brought in Brock to back him up. Yeah. Zach says, I think the 13 on his jersey is why his picks get dropped. Deja vu from last year. I'm hoping last night's game was tough because it was a rivalry. Yeah. Um, I yeah, tweeted out I mean, lucky number 13, and everyone was mad about it. Sorry, guys. Dallas's defense was good. They were also um, really on a short week, and they, I think they just ran out of gas. That's what Josh Wyatt says it's alarming the Niners didn't blow them out with all those opportunities and short fields. The O never put the game away like I thought they would. Yes, yeah. and there's a lot of again why the book is out on this offense a little bit. Uh, playoff Kyle showed up a little bit, dude. If the Niners are going to struggle running the ball in the first half and they're not going to get Elijah Mitchell involved until they're gonna they're gonna have some they're gonna have like identity crises on offense, which is I think they are a little bit right now. Who are they on offense? Are they a run first team? Are they a pass first yeah. team? Is it true that the players went to Kyle at halftime and were like, can we run the damn ball? Did that happen? Someone said that happened. Who, who reported that? I heard that. Who was that? Kyle, what's going on here? Yeah. And that's uh, what's McCaffrey's great, but he changed the identity of this offense. He changed it. Yeah. He's a finesse runner and a great receiver. Great player. But they had an identity. They had an identity. And now it's like, when do they get there? Second quarter? Can third we put quarter? Mitchell? And CMC in the backfield together, to and then run Mitchell. There's no rule against it. Tackles. Like, can we? Can you that? get Mitchell the ball before the th- before like the two minute drill? I'm sorry. Fernando, Fernando. <laughs> sorry, yeah. it's early, man. Stop making me sing that every time. <laughs> YouTube is so random. I don't even remember why I sang it in the first place. Hero Winchester says that game felt like the Super Bowl. I felt I feel so emotionally, physically drained. Purdy did okay, not his best game, but I'll take his worst over Jimmy's best. Yeah, he's a dude, he didn't turn the ball over. Jimmy yeah. did last year at the end, and he and he messed up the quarterback sneak. Yeah. Scott Short said no quarterback has done well in the playoffs as a rookie, not even Hall of Famers. Expectations too high. Um so, I'm not we're not writing him off. We love Brock Purdy. But I'm a big Brock Purdy fan. He's a great guy, but has <laughs> big Brock Purdy fan. No rookie has but, won more than two playoff games, uh, yeah, ever, right? That's so right. That's he's going for yep. So if he beats Philadelphia this weekend, he's the first to do it. That's right. Juan Ortega says, "Great, great win. You surprised me with knowing about Woody." LOL, dude. What about eleven five A one Yola? Good album from start to finish. Well, I know what I'll be playing when I get my uh, 12-inch sub back. Uh, Abu Marco 23 says, final drive of the first half showed no confidence in Brock. Reminded me of how Kyle handled Jimmy in the end of the first half of the Super Bowl uh, when he yeah. ran on the clock on himself. That was that was frustrating. And then yelled at Brock for not throwing the ball out quick enough. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it seemed like... Then they called that screen. They called that screen that stopped the clock. Yeah. And his intention was to get three. I don't understand yeah. that. You know, he's he just – it's that conservative stuff. This like, man, it's not going to work against Philadelphia. You got to be aggressive, Kyle. I felt that Brock had a better performance in this game than Kyle did. I felt that Kyle was in his own head. He he was – Dan Quinn took him out of his rhythm somehow, and the adjustment that Kyle made was Dak Prescott being Dak and, yeah. and the Dallas defense kind of, you know, being gassed after round. Six. Yeah, Dak threw two interceptions in the first half. 49ers didn't score one touchdown. No run game at all. The Ken- Quinn and the Cowboys were coming for, for Kyle in the first half. Dude, that uh, first like, interception from Dak, he just blindly threw the ball to his left across the field, like late in the down. Like, awful. What? 
I'm sorry. You're 29 years old, man. You've been in the, I can't imagine, man. That was, that was some Jimmy G stuff right there. No offense to Jimmy, yeah. but that was some terrible. What? Yeah. yeah. Like we're, I it's the kind of thing like people are like giggling in the press box. Like, whoa, did that just happen? Dak lost that wow. game for those guys. No question, man. Yeah. And I, the Niners have been feasting on these interceptions the last few games, but they're going to be going up yeah. against a quarterback next week who's thrown six. 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 James says, Dallas radio guy jinxed Pollard, unfortunately. Oh, snap. Yeah, I said that on my show this morning, actually. I mean, that Poor karma. Pollard, man. Poor yeah. Pollard. He broke his that was awful. Up. Yeah, that's awful. Did he? Man. Yeah. Did he? He, he had like a Trey Lance injury? Damn. That guy was hella good. Yep. Hella good. Duper One says, this needs to be the year to win the Super Bowl. Mahomes is at 100%, and they play the Bengals, who are 0-3 against the Bengals versus Niners Super Bowl. Get it done, Kyle. Hold on. Don't overlook the Bengals, though. Like, the Niners have won 12 in a row. I think since the 90s won 10 in a row. Second hottest team in the NFL. I mean, they got the best weapons. I mean, if if who has better weapons, Cincinnati or Philly? This is From a receiving standpoint, I would say uh, the Bengals. They see uh, the difference yeah. is uh, Philly has that phenomenal O line. Daniel Garcia says, "Calling you out on your boast to take from yesterday, no sacks, but dude was consistently collapsing the pocket. He was a big cause of the picks thrown." I didn't say he was bad. I just said that he was not. He was unbosa. Yeah. The last four weeks, he hasn't been. Dude, he ha- he never had a stretch like this where he had one sack in four games. Um, he was going for the NFL record. Then he wanted the the, the franchise record. Came up short. Now he's being like, sacks aren't everything. Miss me with that. Yeah. Come on, dog. You're the best player in the league. Something's going on. Are you hurt? I think you might be hurt. I think there's something going on. I'm not I'm not saying he's like dogging it. Of course he's not dogging it. Something's going on. Yeah. He's like 87%. 92%. What was surprising about the defense yesterday is typically the 49ers defense goes how Bosa goes. Um, but they actually... That wasn't the case yesterday. The Same thing with the uh, last year against Dallas. He 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 missed the second half. They dominated anyway. Easy and again, well, they had one sack in this game, and it was for no no uh, no yard loss. Dominated anyway. Got a sack credit. They called it a sack. They did call it a sack. Easy oh. says, uh, hypothetically speaking, Purdy does well in this run and earns the starting job next season and plays well. Could it be uh, worth it to sign him a year or two early for a discount and be set at quarterback long term? <gasps> that's a lot Don't of hypotheticals. That. Thinking that's a lot of hypothetical, but. He's not. No one's eligible for an extension before year three, so they can't even. They can't make that mistake. <laughs> Sorry, they can't do that. They can't even think about that uh, until uh, twenty twenty. I thought it was funny that Mike Silver Five. article that Mike Silver article that came out last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before, like, basically, it was nothing. It was like if if Brock Purdy continues to play well, he's going to continue to start. If Trey Lance is better it's than like, Brock Purdy, he'll right. start. Like, yeah, right, what? yeah. What? Uh-huh. Duh. Uh, Frankie HB says CMC ankle messed up. He said it's his calf. No, what'd he say? Hold on. It it's his like calf, it right? calf, right? I thought it was he calf. Said his, let me make sure. Calf injury. Calf. He said it's nothing. He's playing through it. But at the same time, he didn't look good in this game. And if he's if he's less than 100%, that's not good either. And a, a calf injury sounds like overuse to me. Use Mitchell. Damn it. Please. They... I hate to be like the guy be like, I said so. But we were, I was complaining about the whole McCaffrey thing in the season. Like, man, you're overusing him. He, you, you can win in other ways. He's great. Playoffs coming up. God forbid. Well, hope, hopefully he's okay. Jorge B, thank you for the five bucks. Arturo H, wouldn't the blueprint to beat Philly, uh, wouldn't the blueprint to beat Philly is do what Washington did? Philly 21 DVOA versus the run. 
yeah, I think doing what Washington did would would be a good start. Absolutely. Jason Lutt says, something I don't see mentioned, Purdy only had two three and outs and flipped field positions on a couple of stall drives. He wasn't pretty, but gave the D rest. He was damn good. I gave him a B plus. I, we're not trying to be negative here. I guess we're saying it's still a higher bar to win the Super Bowl. He hasn't won the Super Bowl yet. And even though it's a great story and he's a rookie and it's romantic and it's all of this stuff, this is a cold world. And it's either you do or you don't. You got it or you don't. And he hasn't answered that question yet. And I think it's fair to ask it. And Jason, it's always good to rest the D on occasion. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry, it's too early, too early in the morning. <laughs> Brian says, uh, remember the bump box Fernando video with Debo? I do. That was one of some of my best work ever. Double yeah. B Studios says, Dak will Dak and Kyle will Kyle, LOL. I <laughs> texted that to the coach mid-game. Uh, at the end of the first half, I was like, man, this is classic Kyle with his clock management. Like, what are you doing? What do you think is Philly's weakness? Oh, we'll get there. That's a topic. Wait, hold on. Yep. Hold on. J- Jimmy Ward played great. Can he cover Devontae Smith? Um, he can cover anyone who's in the damn slot, I guess. I I don't – Jimmy Ward is good, man. Like, Traverius Ward has totally lost his nerve. Diamador De- Lenore is coming on. Diamador Lenore. He gave up the long catch. But, wow, man, he battles. Got to give him credit. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Gotta Lenore, give him credit. Man. Shout out to Lenore. He's doing great. I love that. Paul Third says, whole NFC East are frauds. They had seven of the ten worst defenses on their schedule and like one or two top 15 defenses not from their own division. Eagles having the Giants was like getting two buys. The whole NFC East are frauds. The, the Eagles are frauds. There's there's three of them in the playoffs, and they all had to play each other twice. I don't know. Maybe they are frauds. I think Philly's pretty good. Bus 301 says, don't forget, Philly was limping into the playoffs. They beat NYG two games in a row, and now everyone thinks they're amazing. Seems fraudulent. They're frauds. Wow. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. To me, to me this is last. two teams at the top of their games. But yeah. why do fans always have to do this? This team sucks. Nah, man. It's like, this is what you – you're good. They're good. It's going to be epic. Like, uh, do you have to tear tear down the matchup before it happens? It's Isn't okay. the matchup better if they're both good? It's okay to like your team and give credit. I don't to understand. It's, it's okay to do that. They've lost one game with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> one. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Justin says, what songs do you like from Eminem? Um, I'm not he's, a huge Eminem fan. I, I, I'm, so first of all, I'm not a big Eminem fan. I think he's one of the best vocalists. But as far as making music, like things you want to listen to, there's not many of them. But I am, I am is my favorite Eminem song by far. My favorite Eminem song is... My name is followed by guilty conscience. I'm sorry, and I also like a couple D12 songs. I'll just say that a couple <laughs> D12 songs, just a couple though. That's yeah. enough. Sean O'Leary says I'm always late, so apologies if you covered. But what's with the D line? Teams scheming better to shut down both and company better O lines fatigue all of the above. Well, I I I think it's partially they're trying to keep quarterbacks in the pocket. A lot of times you see a lot of bull rushes which is what you do when you're not trying to give up the B gap. Um, so maybe they're making adjustments, but they did give up three get, they did give up three scrambles yesterday and one of them was Bosa. It was Bosa. I saw it, Nick. So I don't know, maybe that's part of it. Maybe they're tired. It's a long season. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's injuries we don't know about. Maybe there's more than meets the eye. Anoop says not as, maybe they're not as good as we thought they were. That's another option as well. Bosa obviously is great. But is Armstead doing anything? Was Kim, did Kim Law play in the game? I didn't even. I, 
I didn't even notice if he was in the game. I didn't see much from from the D line, honestly, in that game. Maybe they should let Drake Jackson play. What That's the what fuck? Want. Yeah. Third Sorry, of all, I'm Drake Jackson needs to get in the game. Yeah, like I understand having him inactive if like you're just getting seven sacks a game with these guys, but you're not. Yeah. And uh you I thought he was pretty good. Like could you please play Drake Jackson? Can we get start a petition? And Philly's says O line is really good. Oh yeah. It is. Anoop says Kyle's game plan was vanilla. Where was the aggression? TDs instead of field goals and downfield throws into the end zone from the past games. Need 30 versus Eagles. Yes, yeah, so, okay. So this is Kyle, right? Like, he kills me. He's he's good. Um, but he has a game like this where the offense is terrible. 19 points and they win. And you're sort of asking him, like, so yeah, you know, like, it's kind of tough. Like, what happened? He was like, yeah, this is what we expected. This is kind of the game we expected. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you were expecting to score 19 points? Like, this was the game plan to kick field goals? Yeah. It's like, ugh, like wh- wh- why do you say that? Why would you even say that? I don't know. Maybe to go, me, that's ego. That's his ego. Like just instead of settling for a field goal. To me, that w- that's just ego. It's like I can't say I didn't do well today. I can't say that. Yeah. Also, Nick Nick Bosa. It's like, I can't say that I didn't do my best today. I'm not. I'm. I'm sorry. My my ego won't allow me to say that on the record. So. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's what it is. It's a it's a cowboy cycle every year. Another cowboy loss. Another bang bang win for the Niner gang. How do you see Niners beating Philly? We're gonna get there. Affiliation. We just have to answer these questions first. Moonman says Grant on Ryan that O line was bad. That's one of the reasons it looked so bad. Seventy one held his sixty nine is a mm, uh, seventy one held sixty nine is a okay. He is a bad okay. We got play better. Where is Bosa? Bosa said he played really well. Bosa said he had his way with Tyron Smith. I think that was disrespectful. How many sacks did you have? Sven says, question for both of you. You had to pick the most intriguing player matchup versus Philly. Who is it? Oh, Bosa versus Jordan Mailata. Jalen Hurts versus... The whole defense. The whole defense. The plaster coverage. Ezio Sanchez says, I blame Mariota if we don't make it to the Super Bowl. Laugh my ass off. Or Fields. Or Dante freaking Pettis. Is Dante Pettis' fault if they don't make it? Or, or Hackett. Coach Armstead Hackett. said he didn't want a roughing the passer. Oh, so th- is that why Armstead only has one sack this season? Because he didn't want a roughing the passer penalty. That's why. Fair enough. What he's thinking is if he just stays far enough and doesn't sack the quarterback, they can't flag him. That's true. That's a he good point. Seals, he seals the game if he just wraps him up. Just give Dak a big old hug. Tell him you love him. Seal the game. Like, But that whatever he did there, that's not. But how many roughing the passing uh, penalties does Armstead have this year? Zero? Joke's on you. Jokes on that's the, that's his style. Aisha Malik says going to the NFC Championship game, super pumped. Do we have any idea of fan turnout projection? No, but the Niners always turn out. They do. That being said, I'm an really idiot, and I, I I waited until last night to book my um, plane tickets because I'm stupid and um, when are you going expensive. Friday, taking all day. I got like a twelve o'clock flight. Flight get in like around eight nine, and then I come back. I got a uh, six a.m. flight out, and I have to go through Chicago. So our our, I'll probably get we'll probably have to do our show around one and and that's assuming you know that it's not snowed in in Chicago and I make it out so mm, got it you know yeah Philly, it's gonna Philly's, be, Philly's fans are crazy though man got to give them credit yeah Mark Lamar says Niner fans please be like Dallas fans Philly is good can Purdy uh, improve arm strength over time yes how much I mean he's not gonna be like Trey Lance in terms of arm strength but yes you can. Two, I'm trying to go quick through these so we can get back to our show because we're 35 minutes in and Kyle talks in 52 minutes. 2.0 says, we'll, we'll come down to who can force more third and longs. If Hertz has to beat us from the pocket, we should win. If they are ahead and can run while Purdy is in obvious passing situations, we will be in trouble. Sure. 
I, I, the, what worries me about third and long with Jalen Hurts is his ability to scramble. And, you know, you saw right. you saw Dak able to do it. And Jalen Hurts is a hell of a lot faster than Dak Prescott. Jalen Hurts is like a bigger, better, younger. He's like he's like a young Russell Wilson, but bigger. He's going to get out of the pocket. It's really hard to contain him. Um, he can also run downfield, although his injury is kind of changing that right now. Uh, he can throw down the field. He's got a great deep ball. And he's accurate short. Um, he, he's really good. He's not perfect, but he, he hits the Niners in all the ways they're vulnerable. All of them. Yeah. And his team is freaking loaded. Freaking loaded because he's over here making like $1.2 million a year. Yeah. Duper one, I just want to give you money now. Keep up the great work, QC. Has to be great this week. I like our roster better. Two really, really well put together rosters. Two best in the, in the league. Poppy Chulo, do me a favor, Grant. Tell Purdy no pressure going forward. Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't get us this, this far. We as fans see this as a blessing to even be this far, win or lose. Won't be disappointed in this rookie. Okay, hold on. Two things there. Yes, win or lose, won't be disappointed in Brock Purdy. Two, Win the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Hell no. Right. Super yeah, Bowl I, or bust. I don't want to hear that shit. No, no excuses. There's a lot of Not fans. Not Brock Purdy's like, fault if they lose it. Sorry. A lot of fans are happy with the NFC Championship game, and I'm just not one of those guys. I want to win a Super Bowl, period. I'm also seeing too much stuff on Twitter being like, see, Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we just wait until they cross the finish line before we start crowning him and anointing him and saying where he ranks in the pantheons of great coaches? Like, it's not over. We've been in this situation coach. multiple times with Kyle. He's a very good, consistent coach. Very good. Very good. The Wilson family says Gold had the biggest tackle of the game. Yeah, man, that could have... There were some moments. Gold's tackle, Trevon Diggs' drop pick. There was, But on the other hand, there was Dre Greenlaw's drop pick. There's always moments. That's why I feel like when, when Niner fans like kind of go back and be like, could have been bigger, or could have done this, or this reference. It's like, eh. You could do that all, all day. So I don't. Was, you could argue Gold was one of the MVPs of this game. The way he played, he he played. He's really game. clutch. Yeah, he's so clutch and a big tackle. <clears throat> Mattress Mac two million down the train. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> Did someone oh, name Mattress Mac bet on the game? But like, I think at least a million on the Cowboys Dumb. winning. Yeah. Dumb. Stephen Byer says Dallas with fifth in DVOA against run. Philly is twenty third. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, hopefully but, the Cowboys not running. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see what happens. That is true. There is some there is some opportunities there. Sean O'Leary says, shifting to the other line. McGlinchey, I've seen enough of that guy being tossed around like a doll. Anyone else, please? Yeah, man, I said that like four years ago, but there are so many people, McGlinchey truthers out there, they're like, it's not fair. He does well. Other time. Okay, fine. Hey, whatever. Everyone's seen it. Everyone has their own opinion. I don't want to argue Mike McGlinchey anymore. I know how I feel. I know how I feel. Paul Third says, sound like the Eagles fans who were bragging about their easy strength of schedule in September. Now they feel disrespected when you remind them. Well, strength of schedule is a projection in September. You know, you really, you understand strength of schedule at the end of the season. And 49ers strength of schedule was really easy. I just think the fan trash talk before the games is just, it's not, I'm not a fan. So I just think it's lame how people are like, oh, your, your team suck. No, your team suck. We're going to beat you. Like they're going to play. <laughs> We'll see. I don't know. And then they're like, oh, you said you were going to win, but then you lost in your fate. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Moonman says, question is, are we going to have to uh, have a spy on Hurts? They're going to have to have a damn plan. That could work. Yeah. They can't let him just run like Dak. Dak is so slow. I'm so disappointed in Dak. Yeah. Dak. Well, post-injury. Pre-injury, he's pretty, he was pretty He was back. pretty good. Yeah. Caesar says, BP was okay. Game shows you need a physically talented quarterback. One big run or throw breaks defense's backs. Run game was bad. Needed just a bit more co from quarterback. Um, 
Yeah. I yeah. Kind of. Although again, that play rolling left hitting Kittle, that was a huge play. That was a Patrick Mahomes esque play. That's his ability he's not a scrambler. He's not a great deep thrower. But his ability to extend plays is like really underrated. People don't nationally don't give him any credit for it. He's really Young good Russell, at it. Young Russell. He's really good at it. Yeah. I mean, he's calm. He sees the whole field. He does it every game. And they're big plays. This one, the kid will change the game. Uh, been waiting since 95, eighth grade. F that Super Bowl or bust. I'm with you, man. I'm yep. freaking with you. And I'm on Kyle. Kyle, figure it out. Like I I know you got like the, the, the least physically gifted quarterback left in the tournament, but you got the best team. Figure it out. Maybe not the best team. Let's talk. Let's talk Trey Lance for a minute before we move on. So the Niners are going to be facing Jalen Hurts this week. What a success story. He was a second-round pick, didn't start right away, wasn't quite ready. Eagles developed him. Now he's an MVP candidate, as, as, as good as almost any quarterback in the league and maybe a blueprint to what the Niners' backup quarterback, Trey Lance, could be given the right circumstances. Do you think there's some similarities between the two? A hundred percent. Let me let's get this way, uh, Grant. Um, mm-hmm. Both these guys at age twenty-two. Okay, I'm not going to tell you who's who. Both both quarterbacks at age twenty-two. One was fifty-four point nine percent completion percentage, five touchdowns, three interceptions, a QBR of thirty-one or thirty-four point one. The other one, fifty-two percent completion percentage, six touchdowns, four interceptions, QBR mm. of thirty-three point eight. Wow. I mean, yes, to say they're not similar would be crazy. Almost identical. One of them's being labeled uh, by some fans as a bust. One of them's having an MVP, MVP caliber season. So the guy with the lower QBR and the lower completion percentage uh, is actually uh, hurts. Mm-hmm. So Lance and him are almost identical. Lance had a better slightly QBR, better slightly uh, field goal percentage. What it shows you is, does this mean that Trey Lance is going to end up being as good as Jalen Hurts? No, it doesn't. But what it does say is that you can't judge a quarterback mm-hmm. based on such a small sample size. Because if when he's you, 22 or 21, when you're 21, yeah. 22 years old, if you write off Jalen Hurts, you're yeah. missing out on the MVP caliber quarterback right now. Right. Right. And I think that that's what the lesson that people need to learn from Jalen Hurts in regards to Trey Lance. Yeah. The reason he's such a success is that Philly believed in him. They didn't write him off early. They trusted the process, and they allowed him to grow with playing time. And by year three, he was special. Now, the Niners have sort of put Trey Lance – they've just put the whole project on hold. It's like some of these years didn't happen. So I I don't know what next year would be called. Is that year three? No, it's kind of like year two. But if he doesn't start, he's, again, on the back burner. But eventually, if the Niners feel like Brock Purdy isn't – what could happen with Brock Purdy is all that running around, he could get hurt, or – you know, his physical limitations lead to the league just getting a really good book on what to do against him. And maybe he starts, the luck turns and maybe he starts throwing a lot of picks. Who knows? There could be a, a need for Trey Lance in the future. And at that point, he could be better. And again, look at the quarterbacks who were left. They're all, they're all like Lance in terms of skill set. I mean, obviously, they're much more accomplished than Lance, but that's what the Niners were going. That's what the Niners were thinking they could develop with Lance. They never yeah. thought they could develop Brock Purdy in, into that. When they dra- drafted Brock Purdy, I'm sure Kyle went to their scouts and was like, "Look, can we get kind of like a Nick Mullinsy type as a backup late in the draft? Maybe after the draft." And they're like, "All right, we'll see what we can find." 
Like, we, got, we got a guy. That's what they're looking for. And, of course, he's exceeded those expectations. He, he looks like a, a day one, day two pick right now. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But still, still, that's the whole idea. You want yeah, Jalen Hurts. At the end of the day, man, Brock Purdy's just a gamer. He's a playmaker, yeah. a gamer. Uh, he's got the mental part that you want from a quarterback. He's composed. He's confident. Those are all great things. But he doesn't have the skill sets of those top-notch quarterbacks that we're talking about. Uh, and Trey Lance has it. Now, whether he ends up being good or not, like like Jalen Hurts, I have no idea. Somebody somebody hit me on my on my Twitter says, I love Trey Lance like Ryan Hensley loves Trey Lance. Let me tell you something. I don't love any NFL players. I love my wife and my kids. I just hate the hate that Trey Lance gets based on such a small sample size. That's all I get. Yeah. It's crazy, too. It's like it's not just – it's not just football watchers. It's Niner fans and national media people and local media people that are so eager to bury his career at 22 after four stars, which is so weird. So it feels like he almost deserves certain advocates because he has so few. Yeah. But real quick, the thing the thing about Jalen Hurts, like we don't know about Trey, but with Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts can do everything Brock Purdy can do. He can throw the short passes. He can he can throw the quick. He can extend plays. But there's more he can do. He's got a better deep ball. He can actually scramble down. He's a legit rushing threat. He'll rush for touchdowns. He, you know what I'm saying? Like Brock Purdy can't do all of those things. Yeah. And Mahomes can. Burrow can. Josh Allen can. And Trey Lance theoretically maybe could one day yeah. if he were developed properly. And again, the Niners have to d- decide whether it's you know. They need to do that with him. Well, they need a quarterback who's that talented. I mean, Jalen Hurts went from having the same almost identical stats as Trey Lance to this year, 3,700 yards, 22 touchdowns, missed two games, only six interceptions, 760 yards rushing uh, with 13 rushing touchdowns. Like he's having an MVP caliber season. So my point has always been just be patient with Trey Lance before you make a judgment on him. And if you, the reason why I defend him all the time is because I think the hate is irrational. It doesn't make sense to me. So that's why. also he's played like he has he played um, in relief against Seattle early early in the season early in his career he started uh, in Arizona when the team was banged up and Arizona was good there was no Elijah Mitchell no Kittle he, he started he had a broken finger um, he started late in the season against Houston looked really good then he comes back this year first couple of games the whole offense is disjointed he gets hurt i think it's important to remember that brock got to play at the end of the year the offense was clicking jimmy was having the best stretch of his career they added christian mccaffrey they were getting healthy and to their own admission they don't really participate in preseason they they don't even know what they want to do on offense until the bye week like yeah. it, brock pretty kind of benefited from his timing and i think there's no it's no uh coincidence that Trey Lance's best performance came when the offense was clicking at the end of a season. So, Yeah, and all those yeah. things that, that you talked about with Jalen Hurts being able to do everything on the field, he was not able to do that as a rookie, right? He had a, a 52% completion percentage. He couldn't make the mm-hmm. throws as a rookie. He was 22 years old, like Trey Lance is now. People just need to give it a chance to see what happens with Trey Lance. Maybe he'll, he won't be good, but maybe he will be. That's the only point I've been trying to make for the yeah. last year. You know? And tra- Brock Purdy hasn't shown enough, really, until he wins a Super Bowl, to say that you don't need a quarterback who's a little bit more physically gifted than that. Yeah, He hasn't. Great story, though. Damn good player. Not a, bl- not a backup. Not a backup. A damn good starting quarterback. But yeah. I don't know if you win a Super Bowl with a damn good starting quarterback. You might need a great one. Let's see. You might need a great one. Yeah. 
Yeah. They might be able uh, to do it. We'll see. Maybe. Purdy and Hurts played each other in college 42-41. Wow. Was that Iowa State, Oklahoma? Well, maybe that's where you're going to get on Sunday. Hurts won, uh, I think, right? I think so. Centennial G says, be honest, who you got in WrestleMania, McGlinchey or Parsons? Parsons might rock bottom this guy next time around. If It, it looked like a rock bottom, didn't it? It was a rock WrestleMania, bottom. WrestleMania, Parsons. You called Ray Ray's inevitable, inevitable fumble months ago. Oh, man. I, I, yeah, I, I, I can see. I can feel that one coming. I, I, yeah, hopefully right. got out of the way. I can feel that one coming. Glory says, I feel like the outside run game was lacking. Running backs were cutting back up too soon. Eli breaks a long one on his first toss. Running backs should trust their speed. I feel like the Niners again. It's a finesse running game with with McCaffrey You're trying to get to the outside against a, like a like a light defensive line. Like get McCaffrey, get Mitchell in there, run it up the middle. That's what the, do it. That's what you did at the end. That's what you did in the second half. Out of the last four teams, who has the best defense? Dallas. Last four teams. Oh, of the last. I thought you meant the last four games. The 49ers? Maybe. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, mean, who's better? I still I mean, want to see them against a team as against a quarterback who who just doesn't poop his pants, as poopy pants would say. I like the show, but crazy you didn't like Purdy CMC trade and wanted to trade Kittle. Should we expect this from QC moving forward? Come on, do better. Um, I did great this year. I did a phenomenal job. I gave myself an A plus for my work. Uh, didn't like Purdy. Yeah, He's CMC trade. Yeah. I didn't like the CMC trade with Jimmy as the quarterback. Didn't know about Purdy. But neither did Kyle, to my to my uh, credit. And I wanted to trade Kittle. Yeah, I wanted to trade him a year too early. I said it was a year too early. He's doing great, though. And also, Kittle's playing well because I said they should trade him. So I get, I get credit for that. That's how it works. It's all reverse psychology. You never know You never know how the method to my madness, but it works. Look, 12, 12 games in a row they've won? You can't argue with results. 2.0. Says, in fairness, the hype is just an irras- is just as irrational as the hate. He hasn't done anything to justify picking him at three and giving up those picks. It says 2.0. What's the hype? So cut What's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cut him. Justin Lee says, play calling was bad last night. Felt like Kyle was uh, just trying to outclass Quinn instead of calling plays that worked. Also, can we get a touchback? Yeah, let's 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 rediscover the touchback. Yeah, Kyle was in his own head. Frankie HB says if quarterback competition happens with Kyle's current offensive scheme in the offseason, who wins? Seems like BCB fits the current scheme better than Trey Lance, but Trey Lance opens up for more. I just don't see how. I just I feel like Lance ha, is going to have to wait for an opportunity. I don't know how you can win. Maybe they'll have a quarterback competition. Do teams have those anymore? Like legit quarterback competitions? Not really. Do they happen? Um, but Not I really. also. I also think it's... Are there uh, enough reps? I feel like that's the kind of thing from the 80s when they're two-a-days. You know what I mean? I don't know if there's enough reps in the day. Well, everything's going to be flipped now. It'll be pretty against the, the... If he does come in as a start, pretty against the, the top defense, the the, deep, the the number one defense. Trey would be against the second team defense. So it's really hard to judge that way as well. Uh, I think it almost benefits Trey Lance if you know he, he doesn't come in as a starter because I think the fan base has already shown that they're... Um, pretty harsh on him they really like Brock Purdy so does the team so you know if Brock Purdy 83 percent of the time the backup quarterback comes into play for the 49ers since Kyle Shanahan took over so there's a good chance Trey Lance will get a shot at that point and I think that would be an easier situation for him do you think this was D'Amico Ryan's best performance yet I mean this offense of Dallas was scoring lots of points and they scored freaking 12 12 not 13 not 12 12. it's my favorite number by the way it's my lucky number Okay. Uh, yeah, that's real relevant. Um, absolutely, I do. And I have a theory as to why. It's kind of a weird one. 
But let me tell you why I think it was his best performance and why I think it may have happened. So I think it was his best performance because you saw creativity in his game plan. Yeah. You saw him yeah. you know, showing blitz. Back and off. them working. The blitz is working. Yeah. Him getting yeah. unblocked rushers. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah. He did. He had, unblo- yep. he had, you know, he had blitzes. He had Hafunga coming up the middle. Hafunga coming to the side. Ward coming off the side. Things Blowing up really plays. Yep. Yeah. Things we haven't yep. seen. They showed blitz a lot and then dropped back mm-hmm. in coverage. Um, Loved it. It was fantastic, man. So shout out to D'Amico. Now, here's my theory, man. Uh, last week, I was concerned with D'Amico taking all these interviews. Now I'm looking. I'm like, I wonder if these interviews helped him get in his bag defensively, right? Because when you're preparing for these for these interviews, when you're having these interviews, they're asking you all kinds of questions about sure. your defense and everything. And I was a coach. It's kind of a refresher in his mind, like, or the other, you know, so maybe it helped him, or it's just he was saving it for the playoffs against a good team like this. Here's how I interpreted it. First of all, he canceled two of them. Yeah. He, he kind of met people halfway on this. It's like, okay, four is a lot. But at the same time, I think he, he he's good. And I think he feels like he doesn't get the credit he deserves for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And so he's like, hold on, hold on. Like, people are questioning me. Like, yeah. Hold on, dude. I have the number one defense for a reason. Why, how are you? Okay. So he, you know, had a little bit of chip on his shoulder. He's an athlete. He has this, he's risen to the challenge over and over again throughout his life. And he yeah. did it again. It brought out the best in him. Oh, your people are, because no one questions D'Amico Ryans. He's great. He's great. And this week was like, uh, does he know what he's doing? He's like, do I know what I'm doing? Do I have to show you again? Okay, I'll show you. So, yes. But I just want to say, though, that two things went his way. And I, I don't want to say went his way. But there were – Tony Pollard's injury changed the game. And it was not a fortunate thing. It's awful what happened to Tony Pollard. I feel yeah. terrible. Yeah. And, you know, what what uh, the, those Dallas radio people said about McCaffrey last week was awful. I feel terrible for Pollard. That changed the game and made Ryan's job different. Also, Dak, dude. He just does that. Now, I, the Niners had him scouted, and they defended him the right way, but freaking Dak, dude. Dak is so kid. mediocre. He's a gift. Yeah. He, he was the best player in the Niners yesterday. Dak Prescott. He was yeah. their MVP. Game ball, Dak Prescott. Thank you very much. They should have walked that ball over to him. Signed it. Yeah. Whole team. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, dude, Diometer the- Lenore should have went up to him after the game and be like, could you sign this, man? It was so nice yeah. picking you off. Thank you. Fred Warner. Yeah, the number one defense – in takeaways going against the quarterback who has the most giveaways and didn't even play five games. It's like, perfect. Thank you. And then when Pollard goes down, unfortunate for him, um, hopefully gets, makes a full return, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Pollard was on the top of the board for the defense yes. all week is this is the guy that we got to stop. And when he went out, there goes the best player on the Cowboys offense. Um, and so, I mean, I absolutely, if Pollard doesn't go out of the game, it's a different game. Uh, it's true. I don't know. It's, we're talking about D'Amico's best performances. I thought this might be his best performance since the last time he faced Dallas. He owns Dallas. He yeah. kicked the crap out of Dallas last year, held yeah. him to 17 last year, and then won up that this year with 12. Freaking 12. So, um, yes, that being said, next week's per- uh, ch- challenge is bigger. And if D'Amico does it again next, if he holds Philly to under 20 points, that's a bigger accomplishment. Uh, and again, if, if he gets if he gets Kansas City in the Super Bowl, like Andy Reid took him to school a couple of months ago, three months ago, so that would be bigger too. So t- uh, beating Kellen Moore, D'Amico is better than Kellen Moore, better than Dak, better than Kellen Moore. I love it, but the, the next one 
challenges Jalen Hurts so. is not Dak Prescott. That, that Jalen Hurts isn't going to just give the game away like Dak does. Right. Jay, right. What's, he could what, win the game. You, you know you need a new quarterback when people say Dak going to Dak and everyone knows what that means. Yeah. Everyone knows that means something really bad happened and stupid. Right. Like yes. unnecessarily, like un- mind-numbingly bad is Dak going to Dak, that, that moment. If you say Jalen Hurts going to Hurts, gonna hurts that That's means probably good. something good. Yeah. <laughs> Something really good. Yeah. 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 Um, Michael says people got to realize uh, with where they finished the last two years, the first round picks they gave up were almost second round picks. That is true. true. That is a good yeah. point. Michael Rowland. Hold good on. Point, Let me make sure I didn't miss any. That's true. The first one was kind of high, but the next two aren't. All right. Hold on. And the first one was really just a swap. It wasn't really a yeah. loss. You know? That's a good point. Um, okay, Michael Rowland got you. Moving on. Let's talk Philly. Philly is damn good. Lost one game this season with Jalen Hurts. What do you think makes them such a dominant team? Well, they're just good in almost every way. I mean, they have very few weaknesses. They might have one weakness, but they're just really good. They, they, have, they lead the NFL in sacks. They have possibly the best offensive line in the NFL. Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm is phenomenal they got a ton of weapons they have a great rushing game they got good defensive backs in the backfield i mean they're just good they're probably them and the 49ers are the most the best roster in the nfl so that's what makes them good yeah yeah i mean let's just go through it systematically like they have their offensive line like it's it's they could be they could win the battle of the trenches against the niners d-line they have the the all pro center, uh, yeah. Jason Kelsey. They have the best center in the league. They have the best right tackle in the league, in uh, Lane Johnson. Just I mean, this last game they gave up what no sacks against the Giants with I think one. Pre- I mean, the, Jalen Hurts he's good, but at the same time he's just standing there. Yeah, he's just freaking standing. Teams don't have offensive lines like this. All it's big. Long. It's yeah. strong. It's good in the run. It's good in the pass. Yeah. So uh, that's a good place to start. It's like it makes them unique. Yeah. Much better offensive line than Dallas. That offensive line was getting caved in most of the game. Yeah. And then on the other hand, like their defensive line is even freaking better. They're both they're, they have they're winning the battle of the trenches on both sides of the ball. That's what you weekly. Want. That's, where, that's where you win the games, right? And they're really good. That's why that you know. That's why they're good. It's got yeah. a great roster. I'm trying to see like how many sacks they have. Is is it seventy? I believe it's seventy. It's freaking. Se- it's like. They lead the NFL by like 15 sacks. They have 70 sacks. It's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, let's look. Let's, okay, so they got Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick has 16. Javon Hargrave has 11. Josh Sweat has 11. And Brandon Graham has 11. Fletcher Cox has 7. Is he healthy? I don't even know. I don't know. I anyway, uh, so <laughs> as good as the other. As good as they are on the offensive line, they're even better on the defensive line, and that means I mean, you saw it in this last game. Like when you can't, when there's lots of threats, you can't help McGlinchey. He's going to have moments like that, and uh, Spencer Burford could have moments where he's going against Javon Hargrave, who's bigger, older, stronger, better at this point. I mean, there's going to be moments. Last week, this in this game against Dallas, there was just pressure up the middle instantly a lot. This these guys have better D tackles in Dallas, so they have I don't know, man. Pressure me issue. They have to establish the run, no question. Don't BS around. Get Elijah Mitchell involved early. 
that's the that's going to be the key to winning this game. Okay, so great D line, great O line, and then on offense they have great skill players, yeah. like Miles Sanders. Let's let's go through it. Like Miles Sanders had thirteen hundred yards from scrimmage and eleven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's their running back. Okay, their receivers. They got Devontae Smith, who had eleven, almost twelve hundred yards and seven touchdowns. They got AJ Brown, who had almost fifteen hundred yards and eleven touchdowns. They have Dallas Goddard, who had seven hundred yards. That's a lot for a tight end. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, that's better than Dallas. And then they have a quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who has lost one game this year. He has thrown for thirty-seven hundred yards and twenty-two touchdowns. He has rushed for pardon me 760 yards and 13 touchdowns and he's only thrown six picks all season so he's not one to just beat himself this team doesn't beat itself and they beat other teams up it is quite a good matchup for the 49 well that's what makes this philly so good they're freaking loaded yeah jalen hurts has 35 touchdowns between passing and running 760 yards i I was trying to pull it up. For some reason, it's not working. But I don't. He'd be like, what? The second best rusher on the 49ers right now? <laughs> yeah, it's just insane how good that guy is. You got the best offensive line, uh, one of the best defensive lines, if not the best, at least in sacks. Maybe not against a run. You got Jalen Hurts, who's playing at an MVP level. Uh, he can run the ball on you. He can pass the ball on you. You got all these weapons at receiver. They have a good defensive back unit on defense. They really only have one area where you might want to call it a weakness well let's get into that right now uh where is philly vulnerable because every team is vulnerable somewhere the niners have to find those places and exploit them mercilessly yeah there's two areas one is against the rush their defensive line is great but it's better against the pass than the rush like it's better at getting pressure so they definitely got to establish a run but they're similar to the cowboys and to where if there is a, a weakness on their defense it's their linebackers so the 49ers could attack the middle of the field, go after the linebackers. Maybe George Kittle is key. Um, because besides that, there's really not much. It's really – this game, I think a lot of it's just going to come down to coaching um, because there's not a lot of weaknesses on, on Philly, uh, on the Eagles. So it's going to be a lot of coaching. They're going to have to establish the run. They're going to have to attack those linebackers um, and, and keep Brock Purdy out of third and long because that pass rush is coming. I just think it's interesting, like, I thought they were going to do this to Dallas. I was like, man, Dallas, these linebackers, they can't cover McCaffrey. McCaffrey's going to go for, like, 100 yards in the air. It didn't happen. And what the, what Dan Quinn did was just flood the middle of the field with safeties and play zone coverage and, and robber schemes. And, like, that just kind of takes away the effectiveness of McCaffrey. And so what I think the Niners started doing was they were really attacking that cornerback, Deron Bland, 26, over and over. Remember that? Over and over and over and over again, and it it worked. It just required a little bit more pass protection, and I think you know, they can go after um, the nickelback for uh, what for Philly because they got, they got good corners on the outside, Slay and Bradbury. But in the in the in the slot, they got Josiah Scott, who's you know a guy five nine. Yeah. I think Kyle's that's going to be Kyle's guy. He's going to be going after him a lot. Um, but again, you got you got to block to get the ball down the field. So yeah, really, what they need to do is run the damn ball. Because that's a I, I I still don't understand how it took Kyle that long to figure out that he needed to actually get Elijah Mitchell in the game and, and and get their old identity back. We all knew that was the key to beating Dallas. 
hey, you know, Dallas can't stop the run. Be physical. I was sitting next to Dante. I was sitting next to Patrick Willis during the game. I wasn't going to live tweet what Patrick was saying. But it's like he's sitting there like, dude, why are they not dictating with their running game? Like, why are they not being physical with their running game? Like, Dallas is. Patrick couldn't freaking believe it. It's like, what? Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, like, just dominate them. Because he played for the he played with Fangio and Harbaugh like Har, Harbaugh wouldn't wait, would, wouldn't wait until the third quarter to 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 punk someone like that that's what they did Kyle's over here being cute for a half and and Patrick's like what and, yeah. what and then they did it and I was like right that's that, okay there it is and, and not only that sorry Patrick yeah Jalen Hurts is not Dak Prescott so you need to get keep the ball out of his hands as much as you can and you're gonna do that by by running the ball. Uh, controlling the clock because if you give Jalen Hurts the ball, he's not going to throw two interceptions. Most likely, he's going to he can score quickly. You want to keep him off the field. Running the ball is it's good because it's the, it's the, maybe the possible weakness on it's the, the best defense. Right? Well, it's, it's the best. It's the best. It's Niners' best defense too. Running the ball, right. ball it's control. The it's the best. Offense Unless you really think Brock Purdy is going to outduel Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, uh, just dropping back and throwing. Unless you and think I he's going to do that. I just don't think he's going to do it. If it's a shootout, I think we lose that game. And I don't think we need to let it be. You shootout. can't have that game plan. You can't just be like, oh, man, let's go. We're going to – because, you know, Kyle – what did Kyle say? I kind of expected this kind of a game. You can't expect the Niners to win 42-41 against no. the Eagles. You got to try to keep the ball away from the Eagles' offense and keep them off the field. Um, but yeah, one, but thing that, one more thing that Philly – Pardon? Three times in the first half, Brock – how many times was Brock sacked? Yeah, at, th- at least three, I think. Yeah, that sounded, yeah three. That sounds right. The Eagles are going to – if they don't yeah. improve that, the Eagles could do five, six. Yeah. If they don't improve it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So where Philly's vulnerable, one more thing. Jalen Hurts, great player. He is coming off a fairly serious shoulder injury, and he got the injury running. And while he clearly is throwing the ball very well right now, doesn't seem like he is the same runner. Uh, I don't know whether he's protecting himself or he has a little bit less burst or whatever, but he doesn't seem like he's necessarily the same threat like to break off long explosive runs the way he was earlier in the year. Still, you know, he's a, he can extend plays, get out of the pocket, that kind of stuff. So yeah. just him, run, I, I don't know how aggressive he'll be with that. So, um, yeah. okay, so what I mean, do the Niners need to do to win this game? The Eagles ran, what, 268 yards against uh, the Giants? They're not going to be able to do that against the 49ers, but – uh, I mean, that does show you that they have a solid run game. Um, so I, I think the 49ers got to establish a run and just out physical these guys, go after the linebackers. And Kyle's, Kyle's going to have to call a perfect game. And that, that's going to be key. Yeah. So Kyle calling a perfect game, he did not do that in this last game. They won in spite of Kyle in a lot of ways. So he needs to commit to the run early. Uh, remember what his identity is. Don't try to get in a shootout with the Eagles because they'll lose that. Um, they got to figure out a way to solve this traffic jam that's kind of building up in the Niners uh, against the Niners' offense. Like teams are putting five on the defensive line, flooding the middle of the field, and saying, "Dude, we don't respect Brock Purdy's arm," yeah. or we don't. You know, what I'm saying like, or your pass protection. So we're we're taking away this run game. We're gonna make Brock Purdy. We're putting the game in Brock Purdy's hands, and we're not letting him throw here over the middle. What are you gonna do? And so they got to figure this out. They got there. There are solutions, but most of them involve blocking well for a while so let's see if the Niners can do that yeah it's gonna be key man it's gonna be tough I I don't know how I feel about this game yet I, I never predict until the next until Friday before the game but right now I'm kind of like 50-50 I mean the Niners can win if they do all the things we say but I don't know yeah. it's it's gonna be tough if they if they win this game 
it's going to be one of the bigger accomplishments, oh, non-Super Bowl yeah. victories in franchise yeah. history. Yeah, non well, like one of the biggest wins. That's not that's not a championship in franchise history. If they win this one, this is the to me the Eagles are the best team that the 49ers are going to face, even if they make it to the Super Bowl. Now they're going to have to face some top notch quarterbacks if they make it to the Super Bowl, uh, whether it's Burroughs or Mahomes. But as far as the best team, this Eagles team is the best team that they're going to face all year. And what makes them so strong, we're talking about their vulnerabilities, is the fact that I just they have a quarterback who's not going to give the game away. He's the best quarterback the Niners have faced since Mahomes. Better than Tua, better than Brady, better than Dak. He's probably not going to lose the game on his own, which means the Niners, they've been really taking advantage of mediocre to bad quarterbacks who lose the game. I mean, the Raiders put up a, a fight until Jared Stidham Jared, pulled a Jared Stidham in the, in the, in the overtime. You know what I mean? Jared going to Jared. So now they're not in that situation anymore. They have to actually play a play their best game. And they haven't done it in a while, man. They haven't done it in a – they play their best game on offense, defense, and special teams to win this game. And that's why I've been like kind of a downer after the last two games. Like, yeah, you know, a win's a win, a playoff game. But like that effort, this st- – it's not good enough. That's not it's, – it's not what it takes to beat Philly. Look what Philly did against the Giants. Put them away in the second quarter, cruised. They're humming. They're healthy. They're rested because they took care of business. And the Niners can take care of business this weekend too if they if they do all the things we say. They got to get to Hurts. You know the, the weak link on the on the Eagles' offensive line is their left tackle. He's a better run blocker than than, than pass protector Jordan, uh, Jordan Mailata. Bosa's got to have a big game. Yeah. So that's on Bosa. It's on D'Amico. D'Amico, you got to figure it out. Bosa, you got to figure it out. You can't have another quiet game where you say, you know, I I was good. And they this win, is it. They got to win all three levels, and there has to be a, a couple big plays, turnovers, or like some kind of big explosive play because this is going to be a tough game, man. Like, and Ray Ray fumbling can't happen. And they got to do it on the other side. Special teams going to have to win. It has to be the perfect game. Kyle Shanahan is going to have to dial up the perfect game plan, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, man. I've called W's for the 49ers the last twelve games. I don't know about this one yet. I'm 50-50 at the moment. You just can't count on Philly's offense to just give the ball away and hand the 49ers great field position like every team has been doing with Brock Purdy since he's been here. What's probably going to happen is both teams are going to have to work the work long drives, convert on third down, convert in the red zone. You know, it's going to be a really hard game with probably very little like, you know, up field flipping mistakes. Yeah, these teams don't make a lot. Of, Brock doesn't make mistakes. You could say he's been getting a little lucky, but ball got tipped. Like he's not like Jimmy, where he's just throwing the ball to linebackers yeah. and 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 saying, "Hey, you know, YOLO." Like he he has gotten a little lucky. Quarterbacks do, but he actually takes care of the ball very well. So does Hurts. This is going to be a grueling game where I feel like neither team's going to lose it. Someone's going to have to win it, and the Niners are on the road with one last day to prepare, going against a team that's loaded. So, hey, they can win it. They're going to have to play their freaking best, and that was not what they did yesterday. It wasn't what they did last week. I, when was the last time they played their best? Their best. I mean, maybe Mexico. against a team like Tampa, but it's but Mexico. play it. Mex, Mexico, but that's Arizona. This is different. Yeah. Again, if yeah. they, they haven't done this yet. This is a whole new test, and if they win this one, probably going to win the Super Bowl. They're probably going to win the yeah. Super Bowl. I think wins. so. Well, I, Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to go. They'll take it one game yeah, at a time. Yeah, yeah. Take it one game at a yeah. time. Yeah, because yeah, players get hurt. You never know what happens. Things change, but um, man, it's going to be exciting. 
Let's yeah. uh, go through the last of them. This is for a pop mic, a pop screen for your mic so it doesn't keep blowing out. But your speaker, thank you, $5. I'll get one. Someone check on Dallas fans. They down bad right now. The fan thing, man. I, 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 it just seems like, I don't know. I get, hey, however you. My neighbor's a Cowboys fan. He, he avoids me for like three weeks after these games. <laughs> I won't see him for a while. He literally avoids me, like ducks me. I'm like texting him like, man, how about them Cowboys? He won't respond. <laughs> it's awesome. Black Pill Phil says, don't go to Gino's Pats or Tony Luke's for your Philly cheesesteak. Go to D'Alessandro's, John's Roast Pork, or Gooey Louie's. See, that's the thing. Last time I was there, I was like, I want to get a, a cheesesteak. And my cousin was like, don't do this or that. Get a get a roast pork. And I got a roast pork, and it was like dry. It was pork and broccoli rob and no cheese, and it was dry. And I was like, man, I flew all the way to Philadelphia to get what I didn't want. And I was so disappointed. I'm like, I'm like, next time I'm getting a damn Philly cheesesteak. So this is what they tell you in Philly, man. They're like, don't get the cheesesteak, get this. And then you get it and you're like, man, is this some like sick joke that locals play on the out of towners? What is that? <laughs> yeah, you gotta we gotta have a Philly cheesesteak in Philly. Like what? No, but hold on. He said, uh no, I missed it. What, what did he say? So he said, Don't go to Gino Pat's Gino's Pat's or Tony Luke's. Okay, I won't go to Gino's Pat's or Tony to, Luke's. Go to Gooey Louis. Delisandros. Okay. Can, can I go to Delisandro's and get a cheesesteak though, and not a? I don't want to get a roast pork. I got the roast pork. I wasn't feeling the roast pork. It was dry. Gooey teams gooey. beat our Matthew Sanders says teams beat our pastors by letting them penetrate and using the aggression against our own cells, our damn cells. Can we do that to Philly? A little rope a dope. I think that's what they do against the Niners because it's a, a wide nine. The whole thing with the Niners is that, like fast flow. Just flow to the ball. Everyone swarms. So the teams that do the best against the Niners, Andy Reid, are teams that are heavy in misdirection. Misdirection. Team, and an assignment football. Option. Those, and that's Philly. Because when you run the zone read, you can't flow to the football. You have to do your assignment. If you flow to the football, you will fuck up and give up long runs. So yeah. when Dallas had success on that one long drive, they had a bunch of motions, a bunch of misdirections. It's what you have to do every fucking play against the Niners defense. Yeah. Otherwise, they will swarm to the ball and, and punk you. Only guy who really has a good job, who does a good job of it is Andy Reid. But he's the best. He's yeah. the freaking best. Other than Kyle. Yeah. At, at yep. that misdirection stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Fish and Chip says Eagles had one of the easiest schedules all season. So did the Niners. Difference is the Eagles didn't lose to Chicago, Atlanta, and freaking Denver. Denver was the third one. Oh, hold on. If we win this game, it will be because of Kyle. And if they lose the game, it will be because of Kyle too. That's the thing with the head coach. Adam Gardner says, enjoy watching you guys all the time. Answer this correctly, and you will know if Brock is the future. Could a fully healthy Patrick Mahomes done much better yesterday with our O-line and wideouts not open? I'm going to say yes. Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Sorry. I think Jalen Hurts would have done better yesterday, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not a shot on Brock Purdy to say that Patrick Mahomes is better. Just <laughs> How true. fucking dare you? Gunzy says, did anyone notice the triple teams on Bosa yesterday? Bosa won his matchup almost every play and was met by one, two more guys immediately. Hopefully, Philly don't do the same. Go Niners. Well, again, that goes back to D'Amico. D'Amico, you have the best player in football. You can't let him get neutralized. That's your job. It's your job. AJ Brown, and Dev- I mean, you don't do that. No no offense, but it's a vanilla scheme. You do a lot, but you don't do a lot schematically. Do so- And you did something schematically in this game. The blitzes worked. Now you got to free up Bosa against Philly. To beat Philly, 
AJ yeah. Brown and Devontae Smith are a problem. AJ single-handedly beat SF last year. Yes, he is. Yeah. Huff, yes, Huff and Gibson cannot be aggressive in this game. They got to help out Lenore and, and Ward with those two guys. Jimmy Ward will be headhunting Hurts. Don't run it. Well, don't get a late hit, Jimmy. Biggest third down conversions were out of empty sets in the fourth and Purdy didn't miss. Maybe the moment will be too big next week or maybe not. Hey, I never said the moment was too big for Purdy. Definitely never questioned that. It's the skill set. That's the question with Purdy. Same reason he was the last pick in the draft. I mean, that's always going to be the question with Purdy. David, according to national media, Cowboys lost to Jugs Machine and a bunch of tackling dummies who had nothing to do with their own victory. Yeah, I, it, it's so weird when you watch the ESPN they just don't talk about the Niners. In games that they win, they talk about the team that lost. They did it last year. I remember I was in Dallas. They did it last. The Dallas lost. All the conversation was about their season is fucking over. They're not yeah. that good. Who? That's again why my YouTube channel does so well because people want to talk about the Niners. Yeah. Hey guys, American Jalen Hurts isn't Montana, says Sean. No, he's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Neither is Brock Purdy apparently. RS says, hey, Grant, can someone tell Sandy to stop all these fancy-looking formations? Just line up in 21 personnel. That's what I'm saying, man. In the first half, it's like, dude, what are you doing? You're better than Dallas. Line up and play football, man, which is what they did in the second half. Wasn't it first play was a CMC comes out of the backfield, goes to the slot, Debo comes back to the backfield? Yeah, like first play. <laughs> Woo! Like, dude, just line up and play, please. Thank you, RS. That's exactly how I felt watching this game. Right. You really have to be tricky because it's Dan Quinn over there. Like, are you impressing him? Are you trying to impress him? <laughs> Legendary answer says, this game will come down to coaching. I don't see the Eagles coaches out coaching playoffs. Shani, Niners by three. We will see our true number one defense again. That absolutely could be the case. Certainly. Hey, if the Niners, yeah, someone said earlier, if the Niners win, it's going to be because of Kyle. It's true. You could argue that if they, they, these teams played each other 10 times under these circumstances in Philly, with that, you know, Philly more rested, that Philly yeah. should win. Six, seven times out of ten, eight times. But yeah. there is that scenario where the Niners win. I mean, hypothetical. If the Niners have to go see Dallas in Dallas and Pollard doesn't get hurt. That's a different game. But at the same time, there it's Dak. Look at your quarterback. It's the Dak same thing. Like, yeah. this how, like, this is how I came to feel about Jimmy. It's like, dude, they're not. He's the quarterback. He's too important. He's not good enough. He makes too many mistakes. He's too expensive. All of it. Like, they got a huge problem in Dallas. Now, I guess a lot of teams have problems, but when you have this combination of quarterbacks not good enough and he's expensive, like, oh my god, and you're locked into him for many years, you're you're Denver now. Good luck. That's why you don't commit to quarterbacks early, and you don't pay them unless you absolutely have to, unless they're top five. Yeah, it's kind of like the housing market. I want to say it's like people spending. Four million dollars for a two-bedroom house. It's like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> you might want to rent for a while. <laughs> That's a bad investment. I know you like the area and the school system, but I don't think you should spend four million dollars on this two-bedroom house. It's a bubble. It's going to come back down to earth. Wrong strength of schedule. Eagles second. Niners thirteenth. Eagles minus twelve in twenty twenty-two. Well, I guess that means the Eagles are frauds, and the Niners can just walk in, take them lightly. And cruise to a victory. I think that's what they're going to do. That's the game plan this week. Hey, here's what Kyle's going to say when he comes out. This team fucking sucks. They're not that good. What we're going to do is take them yeah. lightly, screw yeah. around, and, and just and just turn it on at the end of the game. Yeah. What do you guys say? Team on three. That's you how you do funny? it. You know what's funny about some fans is uh, they look at the things we say as negative 
Yeah. But I bet you anything, Kyle Shanahan is saying things closer to what we're saying than what yes. you guys, some of you guys are saying. Yes. Kyle just steals my material anyway. How do you think he has such good speeches? Quality control. Yes. Justin says, "Is if this is the best Brock is second tier, is it not good enough? Hypothetical, do you let a known great commodity at a chance? Uh, no. I, is it good enough? We'll find out in the next three weeks. It's the question. And if Justin. it's not, then then that's why you, Trey Lance is here. And that, that's why you don't get rid of him. Because the goal is to win the Super Bowl and the team is ready. And it's 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 not a, it's, it's Brock's a sentimental story, but at some point you gotta, it's got to be no sentiment. Is, is he good enough? Is this it? Haven't had a top five quarterback since Steve Young. That is true. I want to say Garcia. Go back and look at Jeff Garcia. Cap? Like he had top for a year. Like Garcia, two thousand, two thousand one. It was early in Peyton Manning's career. Brady wasn't really on the scene yet. It was him. Oh boy. It, yeah, dude. It was him. Favre, McNabb, McNair, um, Warner. Yeah. Those were the and and Peyton Manning. So he, he was borderline. He was borderline. I'm just saying, passing well, numbers yeah. weren't what they were back then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Cal was maybe a was, I like Garcia. That maybe was for the one year. To be fair, um, he had To. He did have To. Yeah, to was he did killing. have To. He did yeah. have To. Eric Romero says, "Grant, you don't understand how much crap Dallas fans talk. The most annoying fan base when they do nothing but choke. Who cares how much crap they talk? Their team is a joke, and they know it." What's the funniest thing about Dallas is you go to their airport and you walk around and there are pictures of 25-year-old Emmett Smith all over. Like it's 1993. They, they are really living in the past over there. Errol Tolbert says, being that the Eagles struggled against NO and Washington, should we feel better about our defense chances? Didn't the Niners struggle against NO? Yeah, and Washington's, you know, it's that's a division opponent. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, they also beat Washington, right? I believe, yeah, they did. Yeah. Yep. Kyle just said CMC, Amenahue, and Mitchell are day-to-day. Wait, what? What? He said they're going to start at 10. At, at 12. What? Did they change the thing? Oh. 11.30. They always oh, do that. Man. Oh, man. Oh. Sorry, dude. That's, that's whack. We were supposed to do, we were supposed always to do to that. We were supposed to go to 11. You moved it so you could catch the press conference at 12, and then they moved it to 10.30. Ooh, man, I'm like James Brown right now. I'm mad. <laughs> do, do, do. I'm mad. Damn. They always so it was a Kyle. He'll be like, it's like game plan. He's like, it's like the late shift at the end of the right before the play. It's like, okay, uh, schedule comes out. We're gonna go, we're gonna do a conference call at uh, 12. You and then why. like an hour before, it's like actually 11 30. It's like, oh, damn. You know why? Me. Why? You didn't want me. Yeah, so like, oh, they switched Wrong. it up. Yeah, move it up, move it up. <laughs> I I used to, I was I was hammering Kyle with the the questions early in the season, but then he won twelve games in a row, and I'm just like, so Kyle, like, remember that other thing you did that worked out? Can we talk about how how good that was? Or can you talk about how good <laughs> yeah. your team is? Yeah. God damn. Oh well. Oh well. Well, day to day, I probably not. I, they're gonna play, but it's like, oh, what what percentage is CMC? In terms of health, we'll never know, but clearly not a hundred percent. Yeah, Mitchell, what, Mitchell again? Where, where's Bosa? Bosa doesn't look a hundred percent, so we'll just never know. I'm so mad. Kyle is tricky, man. He game plans me so well, but it's that late. It's that late in the day. It's that late right before the the, the play clock expires. That shift, and you're you don't expect it. It yeah. gets you every time. He got you, man. But, but you know, I I know, but I I I know Kyle. I'm like I'm Dan Quinn. To him. I should have known this. I should have seen it coming. That's on me. 
<laughs> I got to take that into consideration. I'd be more prepared for that. But I think he knows that my that our our show is so successful, and is right now. And I think he was trying to mess with us. He's so now we got to get him back. One step yeah. ahead. How do we get him back? Quality control. I'm gonna do a quality control meeting. I got to tell him. I got to tell him what to do. This. I got to tell him. Hey, I gotta, you need get, to bring back know. the quality control meetings with Kyle and John. I, I want to. No, I, I, got, I think I, I need to do that this week. Yeah. He needs my help. I, he needs I my help, that. and he just pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, a lot of people today. I feel like we're setting records every week with how many people are in here. And so in that sense, I like the Niners. Keep winning. This is yeah. fun. Yeah. They're, they're creating the next generation of Niner fans. I'm sure there's like some five-year-olds who are watching us being like, this is the greatest of all time. We're the best team. <laughs> yeah. They never lose. They never lose. Yeah. I want to. Anyway, no, I'm Grant Cohn, Ryan Hensley. Make sure you follow him on YouTube and Twitter. He said Mitchell is a groin injury. That doesn't sound good at all. Mm, damn. Good thing they have Jordan Mason. Yeah, Jordan Mason's going to be clutch. I'll be back later today with Larry Kruger. Good Larry. The man, the I myth, the like legend. Larry's, Larry's a legend. A freaking baller. Yeah. I remember Absolutely. listening to him when I was young, like a young guy listening to him. He's been around forever. I remember when I was a an intern at my brother's software company when I was 19 and people listen to the radio in offices and Larry had just joined up with Gary Radnich who had had his own show forever. And it was controversial. A lot of people were like, I don't like Larry. I just liked Gary. Other people were like, I hated Gary. He never, he always got off point. At least Larry wants to talk about. And it was this whole talk all, all summer. Is Gary and Larry a good show? Larry's, Larry's been around forever. He's and really he good at what all, he does. All three sports or he can more probably. Yeah, he works hard. He grinds. He knows what he's doing. He's got a lot of experience, and he yeah. collaborates with us. I like our whole little collaboration station nation that we got. Yeah, it it, it sometimes on Twitter I see content creators going at each other, and I just chalk it up to alcohol. <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> it seems so unnecessary, and it seems like something that only happens after seven o'clock at night or something. So yeah. I just start to feel like, man, you guys are grown, man. Probably you guys had three drinks or one of them, one of you did, and you'll <laughs> never talk about it again. So I'm yeah. not getting involved. But other than th those little fights that happen on Twitter, it's nice that there's basically a community of people on YouTube that are all sharing each other's audiences. Hey, man, let's do a yeah. show together. The people who like me should get to know you. And high tides rise, raise all boats or something. Anyway, anyway. That, that was pretty mushy, yeah. and I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I, like I enjoy it. it. I, love I like it. it, too. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. See you later today. Peace.